Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tes Zion of Masech Psachim, Daf 16. We will continue our discussion about is uh, the Tumah of liquids, Midoraisa, Midorabanan, how Oraisa, how Dorabanan. It is going to be really predicated on this mach, um, statement of Yossi ben Yuezer Ish Tzreda. Who remembers Yossi ben Yuezer Ish Tzreda? Think back to Pirkei Avos. It's rare. We don't very often hear statements from way back when. Yossi ben Yuezer Ish Tzreda and Yossi ben Yuezer and Yossi ben Yochanan Ish Yushalayim were the first of the Zugos described in Pirkei Avos. That's old. That's way before Reb Meir and Reb Yossi and, you know, the Tanaim who we usually interact with. I mean, it's even older than Hillel and, you know, first of the Zugas. Anyways, so basically we're going to be talking about Tumas Mashkin. So let us begin on Daftes Zayin, Amur Aleph, five lines into the page of a Savar, Belazar Mashkin, Is does Rebelazar even hold that there is any Tuma by Mashkin at all? Now, remember back to the end of the daf yesterday, we began discussing the sugya of Tumas Mashkin, and we had said, oh, my glasses are a tiny bit dirty, <laughs> that should do it. Now, we had said that there was a three-way machlokas, right? Five to nine, three opinions. Opinion number one, was Reb Meir's opinion that Mashkin can become Tame Mida Oraisa, but they're only with Tame other things, Mida Abonon. Now, we had said that Rabbi Lazar is on his team. Rabbi Lazar holds the same way. Rabbi Yehuda said that Tumas Mashkin is completely the Oraisa. And then Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon said that it is Mida Oraisa when it comes to Ochel, but it is Mida Abonon when it comes to Kalim. Okay, so that was the machlokas when it comes to Tumas Mashkin. Now, we had just we just said that Rabbi Lazar was together with Reb Meir in saying that um, Mashkin liquids. Now, who who remembers what are the seven liquids? I think Reb Gili, all the way back in Masech Tabrach, has helped us out, right? From the acronym, every so often I try to remember it. Remember it, I usually forget something, but it's Yad, Shochat, Dam. Those are the seven liquids. Yad being, uh, oh, Vezmir. I'm not even going to try. I can't remember. What's even the Yud? The Yud, Yain. Oh, yeah, wine. The Dalit being, uh, uh, Dvash. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into it right now, but, uh, so, so, so we're talking about Tumas Mashkin. So, Rabbi Lazar was together with Rabbi Meir in saying that, and they can contract Tuma Mida Oraisa, but in terms of spreading Tuma, that would only be Midera Banon. Now, coming to today's daf, we're saying that according to Rabbi Lazar, actually, Mashkin liquids cannot become Tame Mida Oraisa whatsoever. Okay. So, Vesavra Rabbi Lazar Mashkin Islu Tuma Ba'olam. Does Rabbi Lazar really hold that liquids have any sort of Tuma? Midi Oraisa Vyatanya, but we learn in a Brahsa Rabalazar Omer says Rabalazar, Ain Tumalamashkin kol Iker. Liquids do not have any sort of Tuma Mida Oraisa whatsoever. Teda, and you should know this. Share Hayid Yosi Banyuezer Ish Sreda, 
Because Yossi ben Yoezer, the first of the Zugis, he, um, he um, testified, Al Kamtsa Dachan, that a certain type of grasshopper was pure, was tahor, and that the mashkin in the temple butchery was tahor as well. So now in order for Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreda to be able to say that the liquids in the temple butchery were pure, it must be that they are not Tame Mide Oraisa. Because if they were Tame Mide Oraisa, how could Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreda come and say that they're pure? The only way you can say that they're pure is if their entire tuma in the first place is only midr abanan. And now Rabbi Yossi ben Yoezer Ish Tzreda can say, but in the temple butchery, they were pure. Um, okay, I feel like I wanted to say something, but I don't remember what it was. Okay, fine. Oh. Just that Yosef ben Yosef is that like Mamish lived in the base of during the times of base of hardcore. Like he must have lived and died. He must have lived his entire life with the base of around, which is pretty cool. That's who we're talking about over here. So now that was our question, right? How on the one hand could Rabbi Lazar be saying that you know, like Rabbi Meir, that Mashkin can become Tame? Mido Oraisa, but they only impart Tuma to others, Mido Abanan, if he's saying, if he's quoting Rabbi Yossi Ben Yoezer Ish Tzreda, if he's quoting Yossi Ben Yoezer Ish Tzreda, that um, Mashkin are not Tamei at all. So, Anicha Lishmua Da Amar Dachan Militami Tumas Acherim Ava Tumas Atzman Yeshla in Shapir. So, the Gemara says, well, life is good if you say like Shmuel, who says, in explaining Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreda, that the liquids in the temple butchery are pure in terms of that they do not um, disseminate, they do not spread tuma to other things. However, they would be able to contract tuma. Well, okay, so according to Shmuel, life is good, right? Rabbi Lazar is therefore, according Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreda, to say that that these liquids contract tuma, they just don't spread tuma, which is exactly what he had said, what 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 we had said yesterday, which is that Rabbi Lazar is of the same opinion as Rabbi Meir. El Rav to Amar Dachan Mamish Ma'ikalemaymar. But what about according to Rav, who says that in explaining Yosi Ben Yoezer Yistreda, he means that. There is absolutely no liquids at all in the temple butchery that had tuma. They didn't become tummy, they didn't impart tuma, no tuma whatsoever. Well, if that's the case, and Rabbi Lazar is holding like Yossi ben Yoezer Ish Tzreda, well then it sounds like, according to Rabbi Lazar, there is no tuma bichlal for mashkin. Mida oraisa. Amr v'nachman bar Yitzchak achada. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, well, you can explain what we said yesterday that Rabbi Lazar holds like Rav Meir in that he holds like Rav Meir with regard to one thing, with regard to that um, liquids only impart tuma to other things, midir abonan. Yeah, Rabbi Lazar holds with Rav Meir on that, like, like Rav Meir on that. However, he disagrees with Rav Meir regarding the fact that Rav Meir says 
that liquids can contract Tumat Mida Oraisa, whereas Rabbi says they cannot. But the Gemara says, yeah, but the problem with that is that we said at the end of the daf yesterday that right, the Rabbi said like Rabbi Meir's words, plural, i.e. everything that Rabbi Meir said, including the fact that liquids can um, contract tuma. And more so, the um, Bryce had also said vichain, and similarly. So, so then, so then, um, you know, it, clearly it sounds like Rebbe Lazar is holding exactly like um, Reb Meir, um, and over here we're saying that he's not uh, that, that 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 there's no tumah by Mashkin at all. Kasha, okay, yeah, we we don't know how to explain. Um, what we said at the end of the day yesterday, if you say that Yossi ben Yuezer Yistreda, like Rav is saying, says that there's no Tumah Bechla when it comes to Mashkin, and Rav Lazar is holding like that. Okay. Gufa, we said earlier, Rav Amr said, Rav, Dachan Mamish Ushmul Amr Dachan Militame, Tumas Acherim, Vatumas Atzman Yeshloid. So we had said earlier that according to Rav, that um, Yossi ben Yuezer Yistreda is saying, that the liquids in the temple butchery were mamish pure. They were mamish pure. They didn't contract tuma. They didn't spread tuma. They didn't contract tuma. They didn't spread tuma. Ushmul amadachim tami tumasacherim. Whereas Shmuel says that they're pure in that they do not spread tuma to other things. Aval but they would contract tuma themselves. Rav amadachim mamish. Rav explains to Yossi ben Yosef as being that these liquids are completely pure. They don't contract them, they don't impart them. Because he's saying that Tumas Mashkin is completely midirabonon. And when the rabbis enacted this um, gezera or the, this whatever halacha that these liquids would be Tame. So that's only by general liquids of mashkin based mat gazer. But they didn't extend their gezera to the liquids in the temple butchery. Ushmuel Amar and Shmuel said, that these liquids do not impart tuma on other things. Aval tumas atzman yeshloin, but they 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 themselves contract tuma. Kasaver because he holds tumas mashkin atzman de oraisa that. The tuma of liquids themselves, i.e., their own ability to contract tuma, is mida oraisa But in order to impart tuma on other things, that is only dirabanon. And when the rabbanon made the gzera about liquids imparting tuma on other things, bimashkin daama, that's only in general for liquids. Bimashkin beismat lo gazer. But by the mashkin base mat but the the liquids in the temple butchery they did not include in their prohibition or in their gzera. And the rabbis um, gzera was only with regard to imparting tuma and other things, but with regarding tuma itself, can mashke can liquids become tummy themselves? And um, 
The answer is yes, they can. Midoraisa, according to Shmuel. Okay. Now, for the rest of the daf, we are really going to be questioning the opinions of Rav and Shmuel. Okay. We're going to ask one question on Shmuel, and the rest of the daf, we're basically going to be asking questions on Rav. Big adult. Omli Ravuna Barchinina Livrei. So Ravuna Barchinina said to his son, Ki Ailis Lakamidra Papa, when you go to Rapapa. Now, in my mind, I feel like we had this once before, but I couldn't remember where. Can if if does if if anybody knows where we had another instance of Ravuna Barchinina sending his son to Rapapa and asking him a question. I can't remember where that was. Rami like Right, so Ravuna Barchinina said to his son that when you go to Rav Papa, ask him the following. I'm going to read that again. Did Shmuel really say that these mashkin are tame are, are are pure? That the mashkin, that the liquids in the temple butchery are pure, in that they will not impart impurity on other things. But they do have their own tuma that if something tummy touches them, they will become tummy. Krikan But one second, we have a pasuk that says that by kodshim, by the meat of korbanis, it says that meat that touches anything that is tummy, lo cannot be eaten. And therefore, if Shmuel is correct that that liquids can contract Tumamida Oraisa, well then what do you do with this Pasuk? Right? Meaning Shmuel is saying that liquids can contract Tumamida Oraisa, they just don't impart Tumamida Oraisa. But then how do you understand this Pasuk? This Pasuk says that meat that comes in contact with anything that's Tame cannot be eaten. Include and, and, and therefore, if we're saying that tuma, right, 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 that these mashkin, that these liquids are tame mido oraisa, well, then they should be included in the anything that this meat might be touching that would make it tame, right? Meaning, the the puzzle says that this meat that touches anything tame is not able to be eaten. Now, anything seems to be including anything, and therefore, if we're saying that mashkin can become tame mido oraisa, well, then. These mashkin must therefore be included in these things that can impart tuma on kachim meat. And yet, Shmuel is saying that these mashkin do not impart tuma. So like, I don't get it. If they can become tuma, then then they can impart tuma on this meat from this pasuk. Yet he's saying that they cannot. So Amr of Shishabred Rav Idi Mididahav Arvi Bakodesh. So Rav Shishibayit to Rav Idi says, have you ever heard of a Ravii Bakodesh? Right? Remember, we, we talk, we've been talking, it's been coming up the past few days. The concept of puzzle, right? When it comes to truma, a shlishi by truma is puzzle. It can't impart tum, tuma to other things. It's tame, but it can't impart tuma to other things. A Ravii by Kodshim is puzzle. It itself is tame, but it cannot impart tuma to other things. So we're going to say the same thing about this mashke. That this mashke becomes tummy midaraisa, but it's possible. It can't actually impart tum tum on other things. Maske floravashi, ravashi asks the kasha, vi ba kodesh lo ikre tummy. Hi, ikre tummy. Kasha. 
Ravashi says, yeah, but Urvi Bakodesh is not called Tame, it's called Pasal. This is called Tame. We're saying that this liquid can, 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 can contract Tuma. And if it's Tuma, then it can theoretically impart on other things like this Kachimit Kasha. We don't have an answer for that question on Shmuel. Toshma, now we're going to ask a few Kashas on Rav. Boom. Rav, what you going to do with that? The Pasuk says, that any liquid that is drinkable, in any vessel, will become tame. What does that sound like to you guys? To me, it sounds like you have liquids becoming tame. What does Rav do with that? Rav says that liquids do not become tame. So Rav is going to answer, when it says yitma, it doesn't mean that it's actually becoming tame. It means it's being machshir, the kabel tuma. That if this, um, li- if these liquids get on other things, then those things are able to become tuma, right? We've seen this concept before, right? If muchshir the kabel tuma, that in order for, um, like, if you harvest wheat and then a dead sheritz falls on the wheat, the wheat is not tame. In order for the wheat to be able to become tame in the first place, it would have to have like some rain get on it or something like that. It has to first have water get on it. Once water has gotten on it, it can now um, contract tuma even if the even if the water has dried. So what we're saying is that any of these liquids are able to, if they land on something, be for that thing the kabel tuma. So the Gemara says, yeah, but we already know that from the beginning of that very same verse. Right, it says that from any foods um, that are eaten, that water has gotten onto them, they can contract tumah from then and on. So we already know that if these liquids get on other things, they can be machshir them the kabel tumah. So the Gemara says, yeah, but we need two things. It needs to teach us that this applies both to liquids that are like in a vessel and liquids that are like water in a stream. We need both the Ashma'in and B'tzlushin because if we only had the Pasuk teach us about liquids that are in a vessel, that's because somebody considered these liquids to be significant enough that they were going to put them in a vessel. But if they were just left in a stream... Maybe they're not significant and they should not be machshir, other things, the kabotuma. The itana mechubarin, and if we only taught about water that is like in a stream, well, because they're in a big stream, that makes them chashu, significant. But I'll say that if the waters were like in a vessel or something, maybe they're not so significant. Therefore, we need, a, we need to learn both about the waters that are um, detached and the waters that are still in the stream. Toshma, come in here. Achmaya nuvor That a stream or a collection of water are tahor, implying that other waters can become tameh. So the Gemara says no. When it says yetahor, it doesn't imply that other waters can become tame. It means that yetahor means that if a person who's tame goes into a ma'ayan or a mikveh, they become tahor as opposed to if they went into like 
Mayim Shuvin or whatever, they wouldn't become Tahor. But again, it's not necessarily a proof that other liquids can become Tameh. So now the Gemara asks, Tlushin Mimachshirin? If you take Davka some water, if you take some water and you put it in a cup, and then you take that water from the cup and you spill it onto some harvested wheat, would it really be machshir that wheat that the liquids in the uh, temple butchery not only are they pure but they're not machshir other things and in the temple butchery there was water, there was blood all sorts of liquids so and we see that it's not machshir, things the kabotum. So tirgma al-dam. So we could say the Rabbi Babchanina is specifically talking about blood. That blood is not machshir the kabotumah, but the blood of the korbanos would not be machshir the kabotumah, but the water in the temple butchery would. How do we know that the blood of korbanos are not machshir other things the kabotumah? Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, that on the land you will spill it like water. What does the Pasuk say? Okay, don't, 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 don't eat it, spill it out on the floor. So what do we say? That specifically blood that you spill on the floor is machshir things the kabotuma dam she'eno nishbach kamoim eno machshir, whereas blood that does not get spilled on the floor like water is not machshir the kabotuma. Meaning, um, of course, when you slaughter a sacrifice in the temple, so you then collect all the blood in, in in like a vessel. You don't let it just flow, you know, fall on the floor. And therefore, what we're saying is. Specifically, blood that just you let fall on the floor, that would be machshir things the kabotumah. But blood that you don't let fall on the floor, blood that you receive in a vessel after you slaughter the animal, um, that is not machshir the kabotumah. Okay, fine. But water would be machshir the kabotumah. Okay. Maskifler of Shmuel bar Ami, Shmuel bar Ami asked Akasha, Haredama Tamtis. What do you do about that? What's a damatamtsis? So basically, I'm not much of an animal slaughterer, but what I hear is that when you slaughter an animal, so like all the blood starts kind of getting shtickle all over the place. So that blood is what's called dam hanefesh, right? That's the blood that when it gets out of the animal, it, the animal dies. But there's still blood that is like left out that you can kind of squeeze out of the animal. Now that's not blood that, um, you know, took out its soul. Its soul was already taken out by the time that you squeeze that stuff out. That's the damatamsis. There's blood that you squeeze out. So it's not nishbach, uh, so it's nishbach kamayim. So on the one hand, you spill it on the floor. Like it's not important. You don't have to receive that in like a vessel. But ve'eno machshir, yet it's not machshir, the kavotumah. So Omar le Rabzera Rabzera answers um Rav Shmuel bar Ami Hanachadamatamsis don't bring me kashas from Damatamsis Tafilu Bukhulinami Lomachir because that's not even Mahsha Lakabotuma 
by Chulin either. The Amorach, where am I? Ta'afil b'chulin lo machshe, kiblamine, Rav Shmuel bar Ami, and Rav Shmuel bar Ami was okay with that answer, the Amorachman, because the Pasuk says, Rakhazak, be careful, be strong, levilti achol adam, so that you do not eat blood, ki adam hu hanefesh, because the blood is the soul, dam shanefesh yotzabo koridam, specifically blood that the soul leaves its body with is what's called blood, shena nefesh yotzabo enu koridam, but blood that you know doesn't take away the soul of the animal is not called blood, uh, and damatamsis therefore is not considered blood, and therefore it doesn't it's not significant. It's not machshul the kabbal tuma, and you know you don't have to catch it in a vessel. Uh, it's not significant. Tashma come in here. Dam shenitma or vizarko bishogeg hortz of mezid lohortz. So if you have dam of a Corbin, okay? A fellow, he brought a Corbin, an animal. Now, he slaughtered the animal, and the, it was a Corbin, and they slaughtered the animal, and then they had the blood, and the blood became tame. Okay? Mizarko Bishogeg, so if a Kohen nonetheless threw the blood on the Mizbeach, but by accident, Hurza, well, okay, the Kohanim could still eat the Corbin, no problem. But if um, they did it on purpose, then they wouldn't be able to eat the animal. No, but what's the kasha? The kasha is that we're talking about blood that became tame. I thought we said that blood doesn't become tame according to Rav. So the answer is midrabanon Yosi ben Yosef So first of all, it's talking about midrabanon, and it's not like Yosi ben Yosef Yisraeli. I mean, Yosi ben Yosef according to Rav, says that blood would not become tummy and it would not impart tuma, and that's because it's midrabanon, and we don't apply it bechlal. In the base mat bechaya, in the uh, uh, temple butchery, but okay, this this um, tana of this brisa doesn't hold like Yosef ben Yosef used What can I tell you? Tashma, come in here. Amad tzitz miratze. What is the tzitz? What is it appeased for? What's the tzitz? Who could tell me what the tzitz is? All right, fine, I'll tell you. The tzitz was the um, thing that the coin gadol wore on his forehead. Um, it um, it was made of gold. Lemaise, I think that we had a Gemara in Shabbos with one of the. We should look it up. Maybe it was on Tesvav or something. But one of the one of the children of Rabiosi went to Rome, I think, and I think he saw the tzitz, and it, I think it said on it Kodesh LaHashem. But I think the kasha was like, was it above or below, something like that. But yeah, we should look it up. Anyways. So, so the tzitz was this like gold plate that the Kohen Gadol would wear on his forehead. And it says that as long as the uh, Kohen Gadol was wearing the tzitz, so it was miratze. I think, I don't remember if it's a machlokas actually, if you ask me wearing. Yeah, exactly. It's a machlokas in Gemara Sanhedrin. Maybe the Fyud Gimel? Is that possible? I guess anything's possible. I think, I remember learning that Gemara in Bnei Brak, um, in the year uh, 2006, I was there in Bnei Brak for one Shabbos. We were learning Sanhedrin that, that, that year. And uh, I think I was learning that Gemara. Anyways, so, right, this gold-plated thing on his forehead. And it would be Muratza for certain things. Meaning if certain, like, tumas and things would happen in the base of Mikdash, so the tzitz would, um, would, would, say, would, would make it okay. Now, you wouldn't be able to eat it. 
right? So, 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 so let's, let's take a look. Let's take a look, right? So, Amat sits Miratze. So, what does it tits take care of? So, if you have blood, or if you have meat, or you have fats that became tame, don't worry about it. The tits comes to the rescue, and it's still mechaper. It still atones. Whether it became tame by accident, on purpose, whether it was nothing you could do about it, whether it was willing. Rashi points out that mezid and ratzon are the same thing, but they're just the opposites of onus and shogeg, respectively. Ben b'yachad, ben b'tzibor. So whether it's uh, an individual, a korban of an individual, a public korban. So what, what's the point, though? What do we care about? The fact that we're talking about blood that becomes tummy. I thought Rav said that according to Yosef and Yosef Yisraeda, blood does not become tummy. So again, midr abonin, udlok Yosef and Yosef Yisraeda. Um, it's it's midrabanan, it's not midraisa, and this Tana doesn't hold like Yosi when you trader. What can I tell you? Tashma Kaminir Vinosa Aharin is Avonakodashim that Aharin the Kohen with his tits he would carry the sin of the um Korbanot. What 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 sins of the Korbanot are we talking about? Im Avun Pigul if we're talking about Pigul then uh, it already says lo yeratze that it will not be um, I don't know appeased. If we're talking about nosar, now Rashi talks actually says that pigul and nosar here are actually really both talking about pigul. Harik Vanemar already says lo yechashev it won't be considered significant. So Rashi points out. So I think that it came up yesterday, right? We talked for a second about pigul. There's like two ways that something can become pigul. It's when you have an animal and you have intentions that you're going to eat it. Or I think maybe even do certain avodas of it outside either of its proper time or outside of its proper place. So Rashi points out that pigul here is talking about if you have um, thoughts of 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 um, the, uh, for this korban being outside of its proper place, and nosar here is talking about outside of its proper time frame. So so rather, what are the things that the tzitz sort of uh, takes care of? So tuma, shehutro michlala b'tzibor. That tuma is something. There's a concept that's called tuma hutro b'tzibor. That that tuma, when it comes to the uh, congregation. So for example, like if like the majority of all of the kohanim were tame, so then they would be able. So you can have a kohen who's tame can offer a korban. Because tuma hutru b'tzibor, that that right, that tuma is permitted when it's the entire congregation. So so since tuma is already, you know, we have a precedent for it being tahor, and you don't even need the tzitz bichlal when it comes to the public interest. So therefore, even when it's private, you can rely on the tzitz, that and the tzitz will will will, will make the tuma okay. My lab tuma's dam and mistamo. No, what are we talking about? The tuma of dam. So what does Rav do with that? Amar Papa lo tuma's kmatzim. Papa says, no, you could say it's talking about the Tumah uh, of, um, of, of a Kometz. A Kometz, who could tell me what a Kometz is? A Kometz is when it comes to a flower offering, a meal offering. So the Kohen takes a fistful, I think it's actually three fingers, the three, the three middle fingers. Um, he takes like a fistful and um, he takes the flower and puts it on the Mizbeach. So that's the stuff that can become tummy, according to Rav, in the name of Yosef ben Yehazer Yisraeda Tashmakam and here it's a pasuk from Chagai Chagai was testing the Kohanim when they came back for the second temple to see if they still remembered the halachas of Tumah so now maybe maybe we know more than the Kohanim knew in the second temple can you imagine? 
What if you have a fellow and he's got the flesh of a dead sheretz, which of course is an avatuma, and he's got it He's got it in his garment. And then this um, dead sheretz touches bread. So that bread, of course, becomes a rishon. The dead sheretz being an avatuma, the bread becoming a rishon atuma. He touches some kind of a stew, which becomes a sheni latuma vel yain, and the wine becomes a shlishi latuma vel shemen vel komaychol hektesh. And then this wine, which is a shlishi, touches either oil or some kind of other hektesh. I'm sorry, uh, it touches um, oil, vel komaychol, or any other kind of food, hayikadash. Would that become tame? And they said, no, it wouldn't, because they were unaware of the alachis of revi'i betuma when it comes to kachim. Um, and they're incorrect. However, Ba'amur Rav says Rav about that, Ishtabish Kahane, that um, the Kohana made a mistake because it was really, there is a concept of Revi Bituma. Fine. But what do we see? So we see along this whole chain of events of Tumas, we see that it was touching wine, it was touching oil, and Rav is saying that these things become Tomit. So Gemara says, that's not a good question because Rav is explaining Yosef ben Yezri's trade. Yosef ben Yezri's trade was talking about the liquids in the temple butchery, right? That's what we've been talking about the whole time. So the Gemara answers, Midi hu We're specifically talking about Rav. Rav mashkebet mat bechaya tani, about mashkebet mat bechaya mitame. That Yosef ben Yezri, Rav was of course explaining Yosef ben Yezri's trade. Yosef ben Yezri's trade was only talking about the mashkebet mat bechaya, the liquids that are in the temple butchery. That's blood. That's water. But the liquids that go on the mad bichaya, on the mizbeach, such as oil, uh, such as oil, such as wine, so those things um, can become tame, and th- those were the liquids that Chagai was testing the quantum about. All right, friends, that was Daf Tezayin of Masechta Psachim Daf Sixteen. Hope hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. So. Really, I guess the bulk of, of today's daf was really a continuation of, of yesterday's, uh, sugi that we ended with about the Tumah of Mashkin. So, and particularly Rabbi Elazar's opinion, which then gets into Yossi ben Yezer, Yisraeli's opinion, which then gets into the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, which is really the core of today's daf. That yesterday, Rabbi Elazar said that the lacha is, that he, that he holds like Rabbi Meir, which is that Liquids can become tame, mida oraisa, but they 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 only impart tuma to other things mida rabbanon. Now today we're seeing that Rabbi Alazar quoted Yosef ben Yehuda Yisraeli that in the um, temple butchery the liquids um, would work were, were completely pure, which sounds like they don't contract they, they they don't contract tuma at all. They, they don't contract tuma mida oraisa at all, which is different than what he said yesterday. So. Shmuel says, well, no, what Yosef ben Yosef is saying that they don't, um, impart tuma onto other things in the, in the temple butchery, but they do contract tuma because it's mida oraisa, and in that, that way, it would actually be in line with what Rabbi Lazar said yesterday. But Rav, however, says that, no, in explaining Rabbi Yosef ben Yosef is he says that tuma, um, is completely, tuma of, of, of liquids is completely mida so Midorai said they do not contract Tuma, they do not impart Tuma, and therefore he explains that Yosef ben Yezer is saying that in the 
temple butchery, there was actually no tuma bichlal when it came to mashkins. They didn't contract tuma, they didn't impart tuma. Um, that was that, and that was really the bulk of today's daf. Uh, just at the very end, we then pointed out that this is only in the temple butchery, however, but in by the mizbeach. So liquids that go in the mizbeach, like oil and wine, would um, receive tuma. Okay, very beautiful. Chaver, peace.